0: Bridge toll, California customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's engagement? How long gift? before a wedding should I send out save the date? How many games the dates? Are in the first series? Use IMAP to playoffs. check best email best on other email clients. Identify the fonts, fonts. fonts where from where to find. We were four out. Welcome to the voice of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about SEO specifically for SaaS companies. Joining us is Alexander Rienborg, who is the head of SEO at GetResponse, which is a marketing automation software that is among the top three players in the space. GetResponse is a remote-first company with 400 employees in 14 countries, and the company is entirely bootstrapped from $200 of initial capital to now $40 million in ARR. And today... Alexander and I are going to talk about SEO for SaaS companies. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. So check out hrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here is the first part of my conversation with Alexander Rienborg, the head of SEO at GetResponse. Alexander, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank
1: you very much, Benjamin. It's a pleasure to be on your show.
0: Excited to have you here. Excited to talk a little bit about a popular niche of uh, not only SaaS, but startups and companies these days moving more towards not necessarily having physical products, but software as a service. So talk to me a little bit about how the software as a service game is different than traditional SEO.
1: Well, SaaS is different in one sense that the brand is very important and it's a core part of the SEO strategy uh, working for SaaS company. If you would like to differentiate it, you can compare it to, for instance, the affiliate market, where typically SEO is very important also. And there you tend to want to drive a lot of non-branded traffic. You go for very transactional queries that lead directly to sales or or referrals in that case. Whereas in SaaS, you're playing in a much broader playing field and you have a, a role to play in branding, but also in how to position the company at large. And the, uh, the goals of SEO will be also reflecting the business goals of the company. So much more than just sales, actually.
0: Now, when I hear SaaS, I think modern B2B companies, when you talk about using SEO for SaaS, are you specifically focusing on B2B? Am I getting that right?
1: Yeah, exactly. A mid and small size business in our case, yeah.
0: All right. Inherently, what you're doing is in B2B, you're focusing on a few people as opposed to the sort of larger commercial universe, right? You're focusing on businesses. Talk to me about the SEO branding when it comes to SaaS. How are you able to use search as a tool for branding?
1: Right. So starting off, you have the perception of of the company on the market. What is it known for? And what's the reputation? And this is immensely important because you can drive traffic all day via the organic search. But if there's no trust for the brand, you won't convert them to leads and to signups, perhaps. So producing a lot of branded content that explains and tells the story of what's the company about, what's their mission, vision, what values do they stand for? Also uh, topics that relate directly to the product, even things And here we go into more of customer success area or, or help. So how do I start, cancel an account? What are the terms of services? And these are things that, that go into also the SEO strategy because you need that content to showcase the company and for, for customers to trust you and to begin to interact with you. So I would say reputation management uh, is really important.
0: You said a couple of important things there that are categories of content. Give them to me one more time where we're thinking about branded content, you're thinking about product content. Give me the sort of top content pillars or how you think about producing the right content to, to try to drive search volume.
1: Right. You would have product content. That would include uh, salesy content where you describe the product and its features. And we can go into that later because that category is definitely shifting right now. We have help content that helps users to understand how the software works and you know, related to how to get help. Besides that, you would also have a blog, typically. So some type of content that can drive your content marketing strategy. Here, we usually go divided up into top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. So. This will be the content that is your user acquisition that will go into your user user acquisition strategy, essentially. Only the last one would be a more uh, branded content about the company itself. So figures about a company, the vision statement, and uh, what it tries to achieve on the market.
0: So talk to me about the role that SEO plays for SaaS companies. What does the normal marketing mix look like for a SaaS company and is SEO a dominant channel? Is it uh, something that you're thinking about for nurture, conversion? Where does it live in the funnel?
1: It definitely coexists with paid search, for sure. And I would say it's, it's definitely a dominant channel together with paid search. Typically, a big channel would also be direct. And if you want to be uh, more critical of that, and especially if you're using Google, Google Analytics, my, many people would say that direct traffic is the dark hole. Or unattributed traffic that we don't know where it comes from but many people in the SaaS industry would say that that's branded traffic if you have the tracking set up correctly for web analytics so, so SaaS is definitely one of the top three channels and I would say that paid search and direct traffic would be up there among those top three
0: time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor previsible so you're looking for seo help and you got a couple of options you could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on google That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, you mentioned that product content is changing. Talk me through a little bit of the changes in product content and why is it not just product descriptions anymore?
1: Yeah, and this is an interesting one. And This change has happened since many years ago, but the industry is is still adapting to it, I believe. People no longer want to interact only with sales content and they want to look beyond the sales jargon. They want to see what the product can do for them. And uh, a typical salesy product page, a traditional piece of product page, especially in the SaaS industry, may not always go all the way to instruct the user how you actually will make more money by using the software or however you whatever the value is uh, that the SaaS software brings. So it has moved away from that type of more traditional content into becoming a mix between sales and I would say more instructional content, something that you would find typically on the blog. And sometimes people refer to this as how-to. In our case, for instance, let's say we have a web push notifications that we have as one feature. So how do you set that up for your business? How do you make that work? Normally, you wouldn't describe that on a product page. But today, that's what customers expect. And SEO-wise, Google uh, premieres such content, hence the rise of affiliates. Affiliates quickly saw that the SaaS companies were too busy talking only about themselves, but not really describing how the software would be used. And uh, they saw an opening in the market and they they seized the opportunity and they're doing well. So the modern product content needs to move away a bit from inside-out thinking which some companies suffer from even today, and looking more at how can we describe how you will actually succeed using our software.
0: Now, one of the big concerns that I have with SaaS companies is that often there's not a lot of product differentiation or there's just not a lot of products. You think about a B2C company, a retail company, T-shirts, red T-shirt, blue T-shirt, large T-shirt, small T-shirt, medium T-shirt. You can create different content for all of the different variables and it helps you bolster the amount of content you have. That's not always the case, and often SaaS companies are selling one product. So how do you think about sort of the volume of content you can produce when you're really focusing on one specific product?
1: Yes, a lot of SaaS companies offer a platform. and Basically, there are two ways today of, of running a business model for SaaS. One is that you, um, you produce software for one single fairly narrow business area, let's say email marketing. Or you go the other way, which a lot of people call all-in-one. So you add more and more features and you start to build integrations. And uh, depending on which way you go, this will also change the business strategy and the SEO strategy. But there's definitely a lack of differentiation in the SaaS space. And I think creating content to sufficiently really answer all the queries, again, we need to go beyond the sales content, looking at help topics, for instance, which are Plentiful usually, even for a narrow area such as email marketing, there's tons of searches around how to do that correctly, how to use the software to really be successful. And that's something that I think the, the volume of queries is not the challenge here, but actually differentiating the content compared to your competitors, how to find a better or a new angle. And that's something that a lot of people struggle with today.
0: Last question I have for you when you think about the difference of SEO strategies for SaaS companies. Versus other types of business model. What are some of the things that marketers and SEOs are getting wrong? One is
1: that the role for an SEO in a SaaS company is larger than the immediate KPIs or sales goals. And sometimes that is a frustration point for sure for SEOs because we need to take into account branding guides, tone of voice, what can we write about, what can we perhaps not write about. But all of that also makes the work much more interesting. So the mission of of an SEO person or a team in a SaaS company is much larger. Drive change in the organization. Monitor competitors. Discuss differentiation between features and push that back into the organization. Support customer retention, which is a form of sales in a sense, because it's a cheaper way to turn to revenue today, especially in these times. How can the SEO team support customer retention? Perhaps by joining forces with the customer success, producing help content, making it work for organic search, and for users who are already customers, brand building and sculpting, making sure that we you keep an eye, making sure that you monitor what's being discussed about the brand, and replying or uh, reacting to that with new content and doing outreach. We re- going taking the message of the company and spreading the message on forums, blogs, on platforms where people discuss your business area. So in that sense, you're an agent of change as well as as a salesperson when you're doing SEO in SaaS.
0: At the end of the day, there's similarities between SEO and SaaS. SEO as a channel is an organic growth channel. It's something that you don't necessarily have to pay for every single interaction. SaaS on the flip side is something that you don't have to develop a new product every time you use it. And the combination of SEO success for a SaaS company really is the solution to driving ultimate profitability. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Alexander Rienborg, the head of SEO at Get Response. Join us again tomorrow when Alexander and I continue our conversation talking about finding what is your SEO ROI. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Alexander, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is GetResponse. That's G-E-T-R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is GetResponse.